0: You know what I was
1: thinking about? That could be many, many, many things.
0: No, seriously. You know how we were talking earlier how, like, some people react really fast and some people don't. Like, for example, you, right? You don't react fast. Like, if I go, hey, Ruthanne, check out that thing over there really quick. Yeah. Oh my gosh. It's, 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 it's a bomb blowing up. It's, it, the sun's falling, the moon's falling. And you'll, like, literally think for a second or two and then you'll turn around.
1: Like, not like not always, depending on the thing.
0: No, I'm just saying, like, like this, I'm just trying to point out something mm-hmm. here. I'm trying to say, this is how people are. Like, some people, they, you can say, hey, check that out, duck, right? And they duck real fast and they're, and they move. And some people, they they literally take their time. They read. They think before they make their move. I'm not saying either is right or wrong, but I'm right. saying do you, you realize the two different? Yes. Okay. So you like, for example, like we were at the hotel this week mm-hmm. on on vacation, right? Mm-hmm. And you said, or I'm sorry, we were in line to order the um, breakfast stuff, and the guy at the hotel is like, okay, yeah. Do you want tea? And then he handed you the cup. Right, that had like different teas in it for you to pick, mm-hmm. and there's only like five different brand. There was only like five in there. There's only five different hot tea bags in there.
1: Different. There's, flavors. A f- maybe, there's About five, maybe seven, but either way. But anyways, so anyways, so
0: you had to pick everyone up and read them carefully to see which one you <laughs> wanted. Like like me, I would have been like uh, Earl Grey, right? It would have been this is that fast, <laughs> right? So. But you, you are one of those thinkers. And then what did I say to the guy behind the desk?
1: Four hours later. <laughs> he just cracked
0: up later. <laughs> he cracked up laughing, rather. I the, said... The SpongeBob. I looked at him. I go, one hour later. <laughs> he goes, what? And I imitated SpongeBob. And he almost fell over laughing. But it was funny. But anyway, so on the way home, just the opposite, right? This is you. You, um, I'm going by my turn, right? Right. Um, where we normally turn on this back road Mm because I'm not thinking right. I'm just like, we're talking. And you go, you got to turn there, right? As I'm almost by it, and what do I do? Uh Exactly. I don't think I do. That's what I'm saying. This is the difference between people. Some people react really, really fast. And sometimes that's a bad thing. And sometimes Uh it's a good thing. Like, for example, if you want to be able to, like, I'll tell you what, I just read on CDLF, and I'm not blaming drivers. I'm not blaming drivers, but there was this article that happened in Chambersburg, Pennsylvania, like literally um, the other day. A trucker, and it was an Old Dominion trucker, right? Mm-hmm. He's pulling a set of doubles. He's, I, I think he's coming north on 81, and this whole family, husband, wife, son, and you know, brother and sister, they're coming south in their RV, and the tire blows out. In the RV? In the RV, and it goes right across the median, right across the grass, into the path of the old Dominion trucker, and they collide, and not one survivor. Mm. Now, I'm thinking, okay, maybe he, and again, I'm not, I'm just speculating. I'm not putting anybody down here, so don't anybody, you know, say I'm being cruel. I'm not. I'm just saying maybe he's the kind of trucker that has to evaluate things for a second, like you right? And then react. And then there's some people who will go, Oh my gosh. And, and like, literally, it's like an Im- immediate turn to avoid the RV coming at you now, because it's like, you know, it, the, the median in Chambersburg is not, it's not like this little tiny piece of grass where you're really close together. So you got to come, you got to come across the grass. It's a good little distance. So somehow, some way that trucker didn't see that RV coming and they collided. Literally everybody died. The whole family was killed. The trucker and his dog, everybody was killed. And again, I'm not saying that that was because of his reaction. You know, he obviously didn't see the RV or he would have probably tried to swerve and, and miss it. You know, then again, maybe he couldn't, maybe it was going that fast that it was a second. I don't know, but some people react really fast and can save, and there's truckers that can write in right now and say, hey, you know what? I've been in situations where if I wouldn't have reacted in under a second, I would have wrecked. And I've had that myself in, in life. So I'm a quick reactor. Sometimes that's good. Sometimes that's bad. Like when you said, turn here.
1: Well, I guess I didn't expect you to miss the turn to go to our house. Well, <laughs> I know. <but laughs> Just like.
0: You know, one of the things when I was in trucking school, like, I mean, I'm talking like 500 years ago. When I went to that school in Philly, one of the things that the, the, the uh, instructor really stressed on is if you're not sure where you're going and then you realize you're going by an off, you know, a get off ramp in your tractor trailer, his exact words were, it's better to go down the road, even if it's 20 miles to the next exit to turn around and be a half hour late, then roll your truck over because you realize at 70, 75 miles an hour that you need to get off here, and there's no way you're going to slow down in time, but you still try, and you get on a ramp, and you roll over. Many drivers have done that.
1: Yeah, exactly, and that's why the way you're saying with your reaction, when I said to turn there, I said very calmly. I wasn't like, got to turn there to make you want to jolt. I said it very calmly.
0: You never say anything calm. I did.
1: I did. I said, that was your turn. Okay. I, di- I never, I didn't even raise my voice. I was really, in fact, I actually said you're supposed to turn there. Um, it was really calm. And, you know, our dash cam can prove it. I'm just saying. So, it wasn't big. It wasn't, like, boisterous or, or, or jumping you out the skin type of yeah. thing. So... Your reaction sucks.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, I, I will say this though, like I said, sometimes the person that takes a second or two to think can miss out.
1: Yeah. Like no, on I'm, like for example,
0: yeah. like for example, like on a good picture. Like mm-hmm. if you go, oh my gosh, yo, check that out, right? And then somebody and pauses, I'm,
1: and I'm still trying to get to the picture. <laughs> You're like, all right, it's gone now. <laughs> exactly. It's
0: like okay, you missed out, right? But then there's times where like. Today, if when you said, hey, turn, if I would have thought for a second instead of whipping the wheel, it would have been safer. I would have went down the street and then just did a flip and turned around, and it would have been smoother, obviously. So sometimes it's to the advantage to think. Sometimes it's to the advantage to react quick. So, and I'll tell you, before I, I get off this dumb subject, um, you've killed me in parking lots. like. I don't know if anybody can relate to this, but I pulled into so many parking lots in my pickup truck, and I was going to park. I seen a parking space to the left, and my eye's looking at it, and she goes, park here! And, and and oh my gosh, just because I react, I'm whipping the wheel to the right now into some stupid space I didn't even want to go to. So,
1: um, yes. I have it- gotten better with that. I've pretty much shut my mouth with that one, <laughs> because Troy's <laughs> the three different park spotter. So, or that came out bad. That is true. No, but I do. He'll a, pull into a parking spot and hate it, and do it three times. It's like it's like habitual. No, three different times before he actually chooses the one he actually is going to be in. It's the third one usually. Once in a great moon, it will be like right in. That sometimes when we're just quickly running into Walmart, so it's actually funny. I
0: hate parking spaces. <laughs> I hate parking spaces where you pull in and you realize, okay, the jackass beside me is probably going to dent my vehicle when he gets Mm -hmm, out. So mm -hmm. I need to pull out of that space, and I like to find the corner spaces because at least one side of your vehicle isn't going to get smacked. (laughs) Not that I really care. I just, for some reason, don't like tight. It's his way.
1: It's his way.
0: Okay. Anyways. Moving on.
1: (laughs) Moving on.
0: How's that for a start? (laughs) That was a creepy one. (laughs) That was a creepy one.
1: (laughs) Sometimes you feel like a nut.
0: I hear you. How about we take a quick break? If you're a driver looking for a new trucking job, check out NCI. NCI offers the following new Kenworth T680s, competitive wages, solo team and students welcome, plus a full benefit package for you and your family. Check them out today at 888-311-7076. That's 888-7076. And tell them Talk DL sent you. Hey, drivers. Are you sick of watching the other drivers bypass the way station while you are held up going through yourself? Well, download DriveWise today at www. drivewise.com that's d-r-i-v-e-w-y-z-e dot com and start bypassing the scales yourself if you're a small carrier an owner operator or even a big fleet looking for something better check out drivewise today and remember there's no equipment no transponders needed when you're using drivewise check them out for a free download at www.drivewise.com D-R-I-V-E-W-Y-Z-E dot com. Truck Parking Club is a network of instantly reservable daily and monthly truck parking locations throughout the U.S. Truck Parking Club helps connect truckers to truck parking locations throughout the U.S. via truckparkingclub.com. Our networks is made up of property owners that have locations adequate for truck parking to list on the platform. This includes trucking companies, storage companies, CDL schools, trailer leasing companies, real estate investors, truck parking operators, and more. Go to truckparkingclub.com today. Drivers, if you're looking for a local home, everyday driving job, apply with Carter Lumber today. They have positions for Class A and Class B local drivers. They can take experienced drivers, students, and non CDL drivers. With over 160 locations, chances are they have a position for you. So go to CarterLumber.com forward slash Talk CDL and apply today. Again, that's CarterLumber.com forward slash Talk CDL. Thank you. All right, we are back, and guess what? What? I I'm actually surprised at this. Remember, we were just talking about um, Sergeant. What's his name? Morris, the the uh, Kentucky yeah. DOT guy. Mm-hmm. And I, I was gonna call him, but it was too late today to get him on the show. But he remember he was telling us how um, in Kentucky the DOT they sit up on bridges. Mm-hmm. Or up in the woods with binoculars, watching for truckers that are holding, you know, handheld devices and all other stuff because it's you're supposed to be hands free, right? Right. Okay. Well, now in North Carolina, they have this device now called Heads Up. Right. It's AI. A. Everybody's going AI. I'm so. I want to throw up on AI. Artificial intelligence. Everybody's like trying to use AI to make all these improvements and and blah 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 blah. Well, so check this out. So AI, um, heads up, is this device that they use that's set up near bridges, right? And when a trucker goes under the bridge, it takes a picture of you in your cab. It takes a picture inside the trucker's semi-truck. And it's only for semi-trucks. It is not for cars at all. It's strictly commercial vehicles. And so what it does is, if you're on your cell phone, right, or your... um, Uh, you know, doing something with your hands that you're not supposed to be doing, right? It literally will notify the cops, and they're usually set up in stings because I think they got three different locations they're using this. I think Raleigh's one of them, okay? And so it notifies the police, and then they pull you over, and they already have you, they already have a picture of you um, on your cell phone or just doing something you're not supposed to be doing in your truck.
1: That's, that's, I mean, I, I think it's an invasion of your privacy, but yet you are breaking the law continually. You have to, they have to take this step to keep our, our road safe. It's kind of like a, it's one of those backhanded smacks, you know, Well, it's it's got, it's pros and cons that are just bad. Look, I,
0: I agree with you when you said invasion of privacy. I'll tell you why it, it literally takes pictures Mm -hmm. of the inside of your cab. And I I wrote up a couple what ifs down. Okay. So like, do do you think DOT will stop first off at just using this new technology? All right. For drivers that are using handheld devices. I don't, I don't think that that is all they'll use it for.
1: No. If they see something that uh, something else, they're going to pull it over.
0: Like here's an example. What if a driver um, rolls his own cigarettes right or he smokes a pipe and he's got a bag of tobacco sitting on his dash or on his you know on the little thing there and ai takes a picture of it what do you think they're going to think that baggie is
1: well i mean i can say cuz my pap he he smoked tobacco like that he rolled his own smokes right and he kept it in a in a container so I don't. I don't know anything about what you know, like what it looks like. But I would say a bag of
0: tobacco is all I'm saying. Like, okay. if, you, if you've all seen right. a, bag, I'm looking not into a, it
1: too far. So a bag of tobacco on the dash or on the console or on the seat next to you. Yeah, I think they would think that it would be pot.
0: Exactly. <laughs> they would think that it's weed, and therefore now they're going to use that to search you. I'm just saying they're going to
1: use it for like searches and seizures. I th- I'm thinking see what I'm thinking of is if your partner in in the truck with you say it's a woman and how bad like as it's taking a picture, how far into the cab can it get? Can it get the bunk where she might be changing?
0: Yeah, it can see that's that, that was my next what if? What if your old lady's naked? what if you're driving naked? Well, it'd be kind of nutty. I'm just saying that. Hey, you never know. Some drivers might just get up and say, I'm going to go. And well, I'll get dressed later. It's your house, right? But all I'm saying is seriously, like you just said, what if your wife or your girlfriend or any, or whatever, what if there's a woman driver and the man's back there naked? It actually said that because somebody asked that, right? So, so, When asked that, they said, oh, the pictures won't be shared with anybody else but law enforcement.
1: I don't care. Exactly. No one else needs to see the picture of my butt. (laughs) I'm sorry. (laughs) That's the whole point. It's like,
0: you know, oh, oh, I'm sorry. That makes it okay then since you guys will be passing our naked pictures around. That's okay, officer. I mean, honestly, I don't, I, I think it is an invasion of privacy. It
1: is. That's what I'm saying. It's an invasion of it. You know, they wouldn't have to feel they have to go to these extremes if drivers would just put their phone down because, you know, although I, I think it's, it's I don't know, I, I, I see just as many four wheelers, if not more, of course, driving with their phone in their hand than I do tractors, you know, but if you just put the phone down, they won't go to these extremes, but I don't like the extreme that they're going to. You know what I mean? And look,
0: as far as truckers, I mean, we see truckers with cell phones. We've seen it quite a bit, Mm -hmm. but it's in, and we just drove from Orlando over 99.9% of every trucker we've seen was acting like a good trucker. They were doing their job. They Mm -hmm. weren't cutting people off. They weren't flying up someone's rear end. They were just doing fine. And yes, there are the, that one or two guys that are going down the same interstate as everybody else that's on his damn phone. They shouldn't be. And he makes everybody look bad. I get that. But Let's be honest, when you look in four-wheelers, I'm telling you, I don't care. You come up to almost every stoplight, every stop sign, Mm -hmm. somebody's texting and driving. And it's usually some, well, I shouldn't say it's just young people now. No, it's everybody. Exactly. I'm seeing middle-aged women, old men, you Mm -hmm. know, driving down the road, texting and driving. Um,
1: So, you know, I'm surprised that they're only using it strictly for truckers. That's what I'm saying is they need to really do it on both of them because cars do... Just as much damage out there, I mean, as far as how many, if you want to act as far as the number of accidents for it. Now, granted, the 80,000-pound vehicle is going to create more damage at the accident, but... But the million
0: accidents for will have probably overbeat all the damage truckers do. I mean, seriously, car accidents way out. I mean, you know there's only like five to seven thousand fatalities a year involving a tractor trailer and 80% of those accidents are caused by the four-wheeler to begin with Mm -hmm. so you know what I mean it it, there's not even if you took only say 20% of at-fault trucker accident deaths in a year if 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 there was a 7,000 death year 20% of that would only be 1,400 now people are going only 1,400 well Add up to like I think it's like forty or fifty thousand car accident deaths a year. There's a lot more destruction going on by four wheelers than exactly. there are eighteen wheelers. That's Absolutely.
1: what I was meaning. There's there's more of those accidents with a four wheeler.
0: Well, see, to me, what it comes down to is your is money. You know what I mean? When you, I think they said they invested four hundred fifty thousand dollars or something like that for three of these machines to catch truckers. So if you're investing four hundred fifty thousand dollars. Um, and you're North Carolina, and let's be honest, are you really saying we're just <clears throat> we're just trying to keep the streets safe? Is that really what they're doing? I mean, if you're really trying to keep the streets safe in your in your law enforcement, maybe you should be going after criminals a little bit more. I'm just saying, but you know, what what we know to be a fact is trucking is big money. Yeah. And so when you start when you start putting that up and pulling truckers over and finding everybody, we know that you're investing $450,000. i would like to see what they're getting back a year.
1: I'd like to see, you know, I, I guess I want to see the why. Why would you just go and invest that kind of money on something like that when you probably could have invested it in something much more intelligent for, you know, your systems like safety, safety, clothing for your your police officers or you know body cams or something else that's really more useful and more needed than that
0: yeah well and here's the other thing and let's let's be totally honest that all law enforcement communicates so when they start making a lot of money and a lot of bus right you know damn well that Next thing you know, South Carolina or Virginia or whoever North Carolina law enforcement is talking to will be like, oh, my gosh, this is awesome. Mm-hmm. We set AI up. It's portable. We, we set it up any bridge we want. And we just wait down the road. And AI tells us, hey, there's a trucker on his cell phone. Hey, there's a trucker doing this. Okay, so, so let's just say one out of 20 truckers going by, they catch on their cell phone, right? Think about that for a second. What about the other 19 pictures you took of the innocent guy inside his cab? And like you pointed out earlier, maybe it's a guy his wife is changing. Now, unbeknownst to that truck driver and his wife of maybe 20, 30 years, you know, wholesome family, there's some police office with... The naked picture of your wife, or maybe she was changing and changing her bra, and now there's these and you can't don't tell me that every cop is going to be professional when looking at your naked wife's breasts, okay It's not it, in my eyes, it ain't happening
1: no i I, I think it's I, I don't like that idea at all.
0: Uh, I agree. so yes, like I, I, I read one trucker wrote, well, I don't mind it at all. Because if you're being have, then you shouldn't have anything to worry about.
1: <laughs> but that's not the thing, is they're going to still take the picture no matter if you're being have or not. Exactly. The point is, what
0: about the innocent people with compromising pictures that are taken in their truck? Or what about the guy that's, he's being have and he has easy, easy wider um, rolling papers because he rolls his own cigarettes and they determine, oh, he's, he's got weed in that truck or he's got something illegal in that truck and they pull him over and they rip his damn truck apart for the next hour or two because they determine he's got something in that truck. That's what they're going to be doing with this.
1: Yeah, well, I think they still, I think they shouldn't keep it to tractor trailers. They need to do it for all vehicles. Well, if I It's agree. on the road. It's got to be. It's got to. every vehicle on the road, let them catch the ladies putting makeup on, because that annoys me. I 100 percent agree. Let them catch the ones that are on their phones. Let them catch the ones that are are. There's there's pictures going around of people eating like hot soup, going like like the the noodle soup and stuff. Let them catch all the people that are doing things they really, really shouldn't or, or not safely putting their child in a seatbelt. Well, they did point out that one
0: of the reasons is because auto regular automobile drivers, the only rule that they have to adhere to is no texting and driving. Truckers have to be fully hands-free. They're not supposed to be doing anything but driving.
1: What, is that only in North Carolina? Because I know in some of our other states— they are not allowed to hold their phone. Well, I know that. I get that.
0: I understand that. But um, not every state... Uh, you, car car drivers are allowed to hold their phone in some states. But in the United States, it's across the board. A uh, truck driver is not allowed to have his phone in his hand at all. At all. Going down the road. So that's the reasoning being... To be honest, it's a stupid reason. You know what I mean? Because... It's pretty apparent if AI can recognize everything, they can sure recognize that a car driver's texting, you know.
1: Well, that's what I'm saying. They could they could do it for other things. Yeah, so... Anyways, it'll be interesting, Ruthann, here it is,
0: what? Um, uh, August of 2023. It'll be interesting now that the first AI trucker task force for texting and driving truckers has been set up in the state of North Carolina. It'll be interesting to see how we are in a year from now in 2000, I really would like to be able to look back in, in, in September of two or August of 2024 and see how many states have implemented this or how many lawsuits have opened up for invasion of privacy. Because I don't believe that these guys should be able to, it's almost to me like wiretapping They're They're, they're going into everybody's tractor trailer, you know, innocent or guilty and, to me, that's an illegal entry with your eyes.
1: No, I agree. Yeah, one hundred percent. Just because you don't know if the picture was taken or not doesn't mean.
0: Oh no, they're they're taking the pictures. No, I am saying it.
1: like some drivers might not know that they're it was actually taken at that point. You know.
0: Oh, I know, and
1: a lot but of them don't realize. That's so, still that's like you are not going into a hotel and they say that the person's taking pictures in the. Yeah,
0: why not set up cameras in hotel bathrooms? You know, only
1: the manager will view them. moving on i think that's a moving on
0: well i would like to just say one thing if you're a truck driver seriously going into the state of north carolina and and probably coming to a state near you at least right now be really cautious and i know raleigh was one of the areas that they have one of them set up so be very careful drivers as you're going down the road in north carolina You're, you're you're out on the road there might not even be a car around you You're just driving down the road, and you're thinking, hell, I got nobody could see me. Because you don't realize that, Ruthann. You don't realize that you're being watched. Even going down a stretch of interstate where there might not be any damn cars around, you don't even know it. They got cameras zooming in inside your truck. So do yourselves a favor, guys and gals, and uh, be very careful, especially in the state of North Carolina right now, Ruthann. Moving on.
1: Moving on. What do you
0: think? Should we move on? Did we beat the dead horse?
1: Oh, (laughs)
0: <laughs> all right so what's up next you know i seen an article that i wanted to just kind of mention and i think we talked about it a couple of years ago what's the rule on on foot attire in a show? do you remember
1: you have to have your feet covered
0: is that what the rule is
1: no i actually don't remember all the i just i i don't think there was a rule
0: so um, now this was in California, but it's pretty much it's pretty much a DOT rule. It says um, the California Highway Patrol recently addressed one of the most common. Uh, persistent myths about footwear requirements for drivers. I'll be honest with you. When I was in driving school and when I literally was coming up and driving, people used to go, oh, you have to wear steel toes when you're driving a tractor trailer. It has to be boots. You have to wear closed-toe shoes. They They had all these sayings, right? And then they'd go, it's federal law. You know, it's like, remember we were talking about that people all the time, they say, I heard, Mm -hmm. but they never really check out the fine print or the actual law. They go by what they heard. Right. Okay. So anyways, moving down the line here, let me, let me click on this dang thing. I'm trying to pull it up. It's a CHP Stockton division said this week that whatever you might've heard there is nothing illegal about driving without shoes. So not only, not only do you not have to have steel toes or closed toes or tennis shoes or anything like that, you don't even have to have any shoes on. It's not illegal for you to do that.
1: I, 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 I don't know. I mean, I've, I've known many people that drove barefoot, and I know I've done it at one or two times, but I just don't like the feel of my feet on the pedal.
0: It says, yes, it's perfectly legal to drive a vehicle in California without wearing anything on your feet. It is a common misconception that it is illegal to drive barefoot, but there are no laws in the state requiring drivers to wear anything on their feet. I don't know if, see if you can pull up is, um, do 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 commercial truck drivers ha- um, have any uh, rule on uh, footwear? Do they have to wear anything in, in, the rest of the state since California is already saying they don't require it. I'm just curious. It says, in fact, according to the zebra driving, uh, sans, uh, shoes, I guess sandals is legal in all 50 States. Okay. So here it is. It says driving sands, which is sandals is legal in all 50 States and are no federal laws requiring drivers wear shoes when they are behind the wheel. Do you see anything right there that's not a rule? Not I'm not talking about some blog where somebody's, you know.
1: It says there happens to be no official requirement from the FMCSA regarding the type of boots drivers sh- drivers wear, but it does require that drivers wear shoes or boots that have a good grip on the pedals and provide adequate support for the feet.
0: Okay, please tell me what you're reading right there. I don't believe that that's... Is that is that the FMCSA um, page or is that just somebody putting that down? This is... What I'm reading here is in CDL Life, and it's saying that there is no... It says, some people feel that driving barefoot is more dangerous because of the risk that a shoeless foot might slip off the pedal. Because of this, some states say that driving barefoot is not recommended but isn't illegal. The position of some law enforcement agencies, including the Missouri State Highway Patrol, is that driving barefoot might actually be safer than wearing some types of shoes. So the cops in Missouri think that it's safer to be barefoot than some types, probably like high heels, you know. Um, It says, first, contrary to popular belief, And to most grandparents, it is not illegal to drive barefoot in Missouri. In fact, at times, it may even be safer to drive without shoes. For example, female drivers who wear two-inch heels, pumps, wedges, or even flip-flops may be safer depending on abilities of the driver to drive barefoot so they can gauge the pedals better. Some of the thin flip-flops will bend up under the pedal, or if it gets wet, your foot may slip or slide off or twist on the sandal, causing a hazardous situation. So you have it, drivers. What's your take on proper footwear? So, you know, honestly, truly, it doesn't sound like there's ever been an actual, unless you pull it up on the DOT page, the FMCSA page, um, there's. I'm going to tell you right now, there's no rule. That I know of stating there is a regulation on footwear.
1: What it says in its um, 29 CFR 1910.136A general requirements the employer shall ensure that, the, that each effective employee uses protective footwear when working in areas where there is danger of foot injuries due to falling or rolling rocks or objects piercing the sole, or when the use of protective footwear will protect. The effective employee from electrical hazard, but there does not say that they must wear any footwear while driving. And, like you said, though, if there's an accident and they could say, well, you're driving with a flip flop that got stuck, created the accident, or because you were barefoot and your foot didn't grip the pedal right, they're saying that that can be contributors to it and they can cite you for your footwear then for contributing to the accident.
0: So here would be my advice. Just like any other rule in the trucking industry, there's also a thing called the company rules, Ruthann. Mm -hmm. So you may think, okay, if I want to drive barefoot or in flip-flops, I'm okay to do so. But on the other side of the coin, your company... May have in their handbook rules stating you have to wear certain type of tennis shoes or boots or whatever the case is, or they just may have a rule against flip-flops or or sandals or or um, high heels, uh, and and that might be grounds for termination because of the actual company rules, right. but not a requirement by law. So you don't uh, truck drivers, you don't only have to follow rules set by the state and the government, you also have rules set by your employer. So I would be making sure of everything before I chose to say, well, Talk CDL said we don't have to wear a shoe, Ruth Ruthann. Um, <laughs> <laughs> exactly. I'm just saying, you know, you might want to check with the employer. Um, and that's really pretty much all I was going to say about that. I mean, in all honesty, I don't think it's a good idea to wear, you know, Flip flops and (laughs) and sandals and stuff that can, you know, I'll tell you what flip flops, you walk in the rain and then get, and then they're they're all slick and slippery and, and uncomfortable to begin with. Who the hell even wants to drive in that? You know what I mean? But I will say this, if you're a flatbed driver, most flatbed companies have really strict rules about steel toes, Mm -hmm. you know, and depending on where you're at, hard hats, You know what I mean? Like a lot of them have certain rules that you have to abide by when being a truck driver. And um, I don't know about the actual driving part, but like you said, when you get out of the truck, especially if you're a flatbed driver, you got to be an idiot to not want steel toes. Many drivers have had their feet cut off Mm -hmm. because of an I-beam or something falling off a damn truck because maybe the crane or the forklift bumped it and you were standing near it. Um, steel toes can save your damn feet when you're around right. some nasty, nasty heavy metal stuff, and that is pretty much what I've got to say on that, Ruthann.
1: Okay, well, for us. Well, is this gonna
0: say well, That's all I got to say on that. Um, I don't know, Ruthann. Do you have uh, anything for us this week?
1: I uh, do. What do you got? Well, there is a driver that Cdl Life had put up. His name is Tim Dean. He Works for Warner, and he achieved the 5 million accident-free miles. It's the only second time it's ever happened. So so what do
0: you mean the second time it's happened?
1: Well, there's only been one other driver that has ever received the 5 million mile award. From who gave him the award? Warner.
0: Oh, Oh, so at Warner, nobody has ever... Made five million,
1: you know. I often just those two, and I, I what's the guy's name? What's the driver? Tim Dean.
0: Tim Dean. So, five million safe driving award, right? Right, Sa- safe driving miles award. Five million it took him 35 years to reach that goal. And And you see, to me, I'm not calling Tim a liar, okay. Because, you know, many drivers maybe have a little bump somewhere. They did something and they never report it. I'm sure that this guy probably does. But what I'm getting at, though, is this is an achievement that Warner has tracked on this guy. Right. And he's never had an accident. Mm-mm. He's never had anything that considers da- probably, you know, in any damaging way or anything like that. It was his fault. And I think that's awesome, Ruthanne.
1: It is. I mean, he this, Tim Dean's received other amazing awards over his career in 2019, 2018, I think was another one. Um, Or no, two of them were 219. So anyways, um, they were saying that most drivers can usually achieve the 2 million mile awards over the course of their career driving. So it's not common at all to even hit 5 million driving miles you know, especially accident-free. So it's like going around the world 200 times to reach that equivalent of miles. So it's pretty spectacular that he has achieved that. And like I said, it took 35 years for him to get that. He started driving in 1988.
0: Yeah. And, and if you did 5 million in 35 years, you're a runner. Because mm-hmm. if you just figured every 10 years, if it's 100,000 mile a year, a guy, that's a million miles. That would take 50 years. OK, mm-hmm. if all you did was 100,000 miles a year, most drivers don't do like 140 a year. So this guy was this guy was doing well. He was a runner probably back in the day, which is awesome that Warner said they've never had. a I wonder if they had a six million mile. Probably not.
1: No, they said they've only had a, one other time that a driver reached the five million oh, miles. Oh, reached. Yeah. Mm-hmm. OK. And he, you know, to get that award and he retired.
0: That's super cool. And I'm sure there's drivers out there saying, yeah, I know somebody that did it or they did it. And anybody that reaches 5 million uh, miles without having one little tiny scraper bump, that's awesome. I mean, I'm telling you, that is an achievement. And I would say that's probably a guy that was very cautious. Even though he ran a lot, he probably was very cautious. He probably wasn't a guy that was flying all the time, always watching, taking his time, stopping at every light and then going. Just a good driver. I love to hear that, Ruth Ann. What else you got for us?
1: I have the places that I recommend to see.
0: Oh, so we've got the um, what the the weird stop-offs or the weird places to visit via Ruth Ann. Right. And now, so what states are we up to?
1: We're in Florida. Oh, cool. I mean, my gosh, there's a million places. I know. You it know, was really hard to figure out some of them.
0: I, I've was, I was once asked, where do Florida people go for vacation? And I said, well, we stay in Florida.
1: We do. Because <laughs> there's
0: a million places to do to, or go and do here.
1: There is a ton of them. And it really depends on what you're wanting to do. So there was it was actually kind of hard for me to pick this time because I'm like, oh, that's fun. Oh, oh, oh. And not only that, but in our little town, it still showed up on this website for unusual things to see. So it was pretty neat to see this a couple of the places that we've actually gone and done. And then there's a few more that, you know, we haven't done yet, but it, it's, it's.
0: So if you're a trucker and you're coming to Florida, Ruthann, where are they going to stop? Where where do you recommend? I want to hear this.
1: Okay. So in St. Augustine, there is a place called the Pirate and Treasure Museum.
0: Okay. Arr. All right. So I'm not a big museum guy, but that's cool if you're a trucker and you and your wife want to go see a museum and learn something. Because that's the, like what one of the oldest Spanish forts in Florida, isn't it? St. Augustine? or yeah. it, it is the oldest.
1: Yeah. St. Saint Augustine is one of the oldest cities. It's it, That's it's, where
0: Cortez was, I think. No?
1: Ponce de Leon. Oh, Ponce de Leon. Okay. Yeah. So, I mean, there's other stuff, of course, in St. Augustine that you could see. St. Augustine is, is, of course, one of the oldest cities here, so it's got a lot of stuff that you can see and do, but the um, Pirate Museum, Pirate and Treasure Museum that has authentic um, stuff... <laughs> from of theirs there to go and see. And um, there is a treasure hunt that will keep your kids interested in each room as you visit. So if there is if you happen to have your your kid with you and you want to do this, they can actually be interacting with it as you go.
0: Do you have any other place for them to stop in Florida? Yeah. Yeah. What do you got?
1: The other place would be in Chipley, Florida, Florida. It is a Seacrest Wolf Preserve. So it's a 400-acre preserve in North Florida for displaced wolves.
0: I've never heard of that. Where the hell is that? Chipley? It's four
1: hours away from here. We're going to see it. It's four hours north of us.
0: I'm serious. Our grandson loves wolves. Any truckers want to meet us there, we are coming to Chipley. That is cool. So it's a place for... Wolves, And they brought them to Florida.
1: Yeah, displaced wolves here in Florida. So it's, like I said, it's on 400 acres. They're being, you know, taken care of. And they also have a couple other things. Like right now they have like um, timber wolves, the large gray ones. They have some Arctic wolves. Um, And then they also have other like fat foxes, raccoons, and so forth. So that's another different um, place to see. It's in Chipley, Florida, and it is the Seacrest Wolf Preserve. I actually have one other one. It's in Mariana, Florida. And it is the only Florida state park with publicly accessible caves.
0: Where is it at? Mariana. Yeah. And it's accessible caves. Yeah.
1: Publicly accessible caves. So it's a state park that you can go and see these caverns in the cave system that you can walk around and see... All the different stalagmites, stalagmites, I can't even Stalactites. Thank you. I'm trying to say limestone at the same time. So anyways, you could see all of this different stuff. You could see the different, um, there's fossils that, thank you. There's fossils and other like shark teeth and fish vertebrae that have been trapped in the limestones of the walls and stuff. So it's really cool to go and look and see too. So that is in Mariana, Florida. And it's the Florida Cave, Florida Caverns State Park
0: sweet you know i would also recommend they come to our county there's like so many natural springs here you could probably park truck and uh, either bobtail or catch an uber or even hike to some of these springs here they're natural coming out of the ground and like they're deep and and they're they're like it's like Going to the Bahamas, the waters are so clear. You and I have been to several mm-hmm. Manatee Springs, Heart Springs. It's right off the Swanee River. There's a, rain, it, a, a famous river called the Rainbow River. It's a clear river here in Florida where there's this giant head spring where, like, people go there for the day. I think they pay $2.00. To go there, and and they swim, and it's natural.
1: The water all year round, what's the temperature on the water? Like mm, 70, the springs are 72 degrees.
0: 72 degrees, and in the summer, believe it or not, like when it's 95, when you get in those springs, it feels like they're like ice water because they're always 72, but in the wintertime, if it's like, say, 60 degrees out and you get in, it feels like you're in warm water. Right. So it's really super awesome, some of the springs around here. Homosassa Springs. Um, three Sisters Springs Hunter Springs there's so many springs if you're off of 19 in Florida that you could go for a nice cool dip I promise you um, Ishtatuckney up near Gainesville all these natural springs people if you get, ever get a chance to stop your rig somewhere and Uber to one of these places I guarantee you'll send me a letter thanking me they're so beautiful and the water is so cool you could drink the water while you're swimming it's always coming out of the aquifer
1: there's a, a spring. It's the the mineral springs that are in Florida. It's it's the only one I know of, which I already closed out the screen. And I can't say it now. Which one? Where it's at? But it's that it's a warm mineral spring that the it's eighty five degrees and it comes up from underneath an event. And it's
0: near Sarasota, I think.
1: It comes up, yeah. It's a and and that a lot of people go to because of supposedly the healing benefits of it yeah so
0: awesome that's a that's cool i mean honestly and truly guys and gals if you're in florida the other thing the other alternative is Park as close to a beach as you can and go get a tan, because that's always nice to do too here in Florida. Of course. Or, you know what, no matter where you go down here, there's fishing guides that will provide fishing poles, bait, everything, if you want to spend a half a day fishing and having a blast here in Florida. Florida is just so awesome, Ruthann. Anyways, moving on.
1: Moving on. What do you got for us? Word of the day. Word of the day.
0: Fatuous.
1: Fatuous? Fatuous. Fatuous. So what does fatuous mean, Ruthann? Silly and pointless. Oh, wow. That's most of the stuff I say. It's just fatuous. Nice,
0: nice, fatuous. I hope you guys are using these words that Ruthann gives you all every week. She gets them from Word Genius, and uh, that's free to use. So if you're... Well, you don't have to download nothing either, right? You just go on Word no, you know,
1: Yeah, you just all you do is sign up with your email, and then they'll send you. They, and what's really cool is they send you not only the word of the day, but they'll also send you like cinnamons and animons and um, different other stuff. Like they'll they'll just you get emails constantly on if you want to make your grammar or anything else to deal with, you know, words. They send it.
0: All right, drivers, we're halfway through August in 2023. The bad news is the snow and all that's just about two months away. So start getting ready. They were just talking about the... Law, the chain laws starting out, you know, usually start in September out in Colorado and that if you're going through Colorado between such and such date and such and such date, and I think it starts in September, you have to have chains in your truck. So it is that time of the year where we're starting to look f- ahead. If any of you truck drivers don't like to drive north, get yourself a southeast regional job while they're open this time of the year before they get closed and you get stuck up north. then, that's all I have for this week all I got. We're out of here. Peace. Peace. Praise the Lord.